This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Let's get hyped! Welcome into the Husker 24-7 Hypecast, North Dakota edition. I am Mike Schaefer, joined by Michael Brunts, Brian Christopherson of Husker 24-7. And our guest this week, making her debut on the Husker Hypecast, we have WOWT reporter and anchor Grace Boyles. Grace, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, so this is your this is your debut on the Hypecast. Saturday will be your debut uh, covering Nebraska football and Memorial Stadium. Uh, what what kind of expectations do you have for what Saturday is going to be like? I mean, I'm hoping the crowd is going to be incredible. That's what I keep hearing from players, coaches, fans, that there's nothing like Memorial Stadium. So that is what I'm hoping for. Um, I got a little taste of it at a spring game, which I was also very impressed by, I will say, for a spring game. Um, but I'm hoping to take that up like 20 notches at least on Saturday. All right. Well, we uh, we look forward to catching up with you as to how – that experience gets to go. But before that, you get your debut of the Husker Hypecast. Um, I don't know that it's an award-winning podcast. I don't know that they make awards for this podcast, but we're going to pretend like it is. Uh, so welcome in. And you're going to start off right away. We're going to dive into the offense. And you're getting the first question, Grace. What were your initial thoughts on how Casey Thompson played in Ireland? You know what? I liked how he played. I think it. I like, you know, he obviously had a couple really good scrambles there, um, just making stuff happen, especially when things weren't going their way. I thought, and I know that Frost has said this too, they have someone in a quarterback that can win those games. I don't think he's the problem. I think if Husker Nation was looking for the quarterback to be the problem from the past, you know, how many years? That's not the problem. It's the other pieces kind of around it. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing him in, you know, back at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, making that debut for everyone. Um, I you know I like how much they air it out. Um, their run game is all right, <laughs> um, but I'm I'm sure we'll see plenty more of that. All right, Brian Christopherson, what are you looking for mm. from the offensive line on Saturday? They had sort of a mixed bag you had some good pass protection but they don't think they were able to open up the holes that they wanted necessarily in the running game you don't have a big 10 power five opponent this time you get a chance to go to work against North Dakota what are you looking for from the offensive line yeah well consistency with the run where you know when you when you hand the ball to an eye back you're getting more like four or five yards as opposed to zero or one yards and and playing behind the the sticks and it felt like 
you were putting an awful lot of responsibility like we've seen in past years on one guy because you can't run the ball consistently where it comes back to Casey having to do so much. And then you have a small margin for error if a ball goes off a guy's hands or you get a bad fumble call or something like that, you pay a big price for it. So you want to see an O-line going against an FCS team where uh, you feel like they can enforce their will a little bit. When it's third and one, it's not your running back having to win it himself, win the one yard himself. Um, that said, I'm not taking lightly North Dakota. I, I've seen these FCS teams like this with South Dakota State, for instance, come here before and have a lot of fight. And it's kind of one of those regional games where there's guys who think I could have played at that level. And so um, I'm not just saying this is a slam dunk. Nebraska is going to run it up and down the field on them. They got a lot to prove because um, I think you saw, I don't think people saw what they were hoping they would from sort of the spring comments and some of that stuff uh, about what that run run piece was going to look like. Brunts, I know you were over there in Ireland and, and one of the comments you made to me, you know, when we first touched base after you got back is you thought Nebraska's passing game could work out pretty well. Do you think, do you think Nebraska can pass well enough that it could set up the run? Because the conventional way is the run sets up the pass. Could Nebraska work backwards this year with Casey Thompson and those wide receivers? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Because I, th- I think if you start doing that, what you get is what you saw in the second half against Northwestern, where you know you don't have the threat of the quarterback run game anymore. I mean, unless Casey Thompson starts pulling those zone reads. You, you know, don't have the consistent running game yet with the running backs. So then you're just basically in obvious passing situations. And, you know, I, I think they, I think this group can be more efficient through, through the air. But, you know, you, you got to figure something out with the run game. And they've got the running backs to do it. It's, you know, I, I think, you know, Scott Frost caught some flack this week about the creativity comment, but he wasn't wrong. I mean, I, it was just a lot of running right up the back of the offensive linemen and you got to get that figured out. I mean, you have better athletes this year to attack the edge with. And I would hope that against a a team like North Dakota and even against Georgia Southern next week that you see Trey Palmer on the outside, you see AJ Allen on the outside, you see Gabe Irvin and Ramir Johnson period. Like the, the, the athletes are there. I think it's just a matter of how they're used. So I, I wouldn't, I'm not at the point where I'm kind of out on the run game yet. I think it can develop, but um, you, you need to start to see it the next couple of weeks. I mean, these are get right weeks. Brian's right. You can't just, you know, ignore North Dakota, but you need to really impose your will on, on the ground this week. I mean, that, that's pretty much, you know, one, one A and one B on the checklist for me. Yeah. Brunson's answer kind of leads us into the, uh, the lightning round question, which just, Give me one name. You can explain it if you want, but just one name. Which player are you hoping to see more of on the offensive side of the ball this week against North Dakota? We'll start with BC. Uh, AJ Allen. I mean, we saw three carries and, uh, you know, he, Brian Applewhite was on the radio last night talking about how really good he was also in pass pro. If people paid attention, picking up blitzes and stuff for a first year guy. People will remember, of course, he was a handpicked recruit, basically a Brian Applewhite. So there's a real relationship there that goes back. And it just seems like he's going to be one of the main pieces of the Nebraska running game for the next two or three years already. Like that's already begun. 
And this is maybe the week where that starts to take off more in full, where you see, I'm not going to say like 15 carries, but you mean nine or 10 carries or something like that. So um, he'd be a guy I would bring up. Obviously you could bring up like three other running backs with that one, but that's mine. That was not a very uh, lightning answer. I'm sorry. Not at all. That was like yeah. a slow drizzle. That was a, <laughs> that was a lightning show, you know, yeah. when you're driving and you're not yeah. really seeing the rain, but you just have those flashes. That's, except those that's are enjo- except those are enjoyable, and that was not. So I don't know. That, that wasn't was too bad. That wasn't too bad. Yeah. Grace, how about you? Who do you want to see more of this week? One of those running backs, I'm sure BC was referring to, Ramir Johnson. I mean, we heard about him so much in the offseason that he was playing a wideout, um, that he was doing running back stuff, you know, and I think Frost even said anything that he would like to see him more um, this week. And I think, you know, the fan base would like to, too. Absolutely. Brunt? Uh, I'll, I'll take the other running back, Gabe Irvin. Uh, we're going to see him, we're told. Um, didn't see him last week, and I think there's – room for uh, a move up the depth chart for somebody given uh, jockey ants struggles at times in the opener. I will, uh, I'll go out of left field a little bit. I hope we see some more random Logan Smothers sub packages. I think that can be a thing. Nebraska can work in as a wrinkle uh, throughout the year. Certainly you want to iron some of that stuff out before you get more into big 10 play, but maybe, maybe a few more Logan Smothers uh, option runs or something like that. I mean, it, they ran one and went for eight yards, and uh, we'll see if we see a little bit more of him against North Dakota. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at New Balance. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, jumping over to the defensive side of the ball. And we will start with Michael Brunts. What happened to the pass rush in Ireland? Where did it go? Why did we not see it? And was it a product of a very good offensive line for Northwestern or just a bad day for the Huskers? I think the pass rush got held up in customs on the way over there. It, uh, I was surprised that Nebraska's unwillingness to force the issue. We talked about this on Tuesday. It just, you know, you, you let Ryan Holinsky stand back there and pick you apart. And Nebraska needs to play with some more aggressiveness. They need to stop the run better than they did to allow themselves to uh, get after the pass run third down. But, you know, that they, have, they do have better athletes on the edge than they've had in quite a while. And that needs to show itself a little bit. And, you know, I'm expecting these next two weeks that we start to see something from O'Shawn Mathis. We start to see something from Caleb Tanner. And if we don't, I think that's a huge concern um, when Nebraska starts facing teams like Oklahoma and even like Purdue. I mean, you, you got to at least make a quarterback feel uncomfortable, and this defense hasn't done that yet this season. Grace, who are you looking for to potentially have a bounce-back game from the defense on Saturday? 
I mean, it's hard to say not the whole defense. Defense was supposed to be be the identity of this team. And we were supposed to be like, oh, I don't know about this offense, but we know about the defense. And I think coming out of that game, we're like, I don't know. (laughs) Who are these Huskers? Um, I mean, I think for morale reasons, you just want to see Garrett Nelson, you know, have a breakout game. Hopefully that shouldn't be too hard against North Dakota, but um, I think just for morale on the, that side of the team, him being a captain now, you kind of need to see him do really well. All right, BC, what changes do you think we see from the defense on Saturday? Anything you expect to look different to start off against North Dakota? Um, I think an interesting uh, sidebar is sort of what happens at the inside linebacker spot just because of um, – some injuries. I mean, both Reimer and Hendricks got dinged a little bit in that first game and Hendricks was playing with something on his hand. So that's something new, at least monitor, uh, you know, going forward the next couple of weeks, Ernest Hausman, who we're all really excited about. And uh, you know, I think he's going to have a great career gets thrown into the fire there and, and you're going to learn some lessons that way. And he did. Um, but I think he's going to play a little bit more. Maybe um, you need a guy like Ativa Malga Clements probably to give you some more reps. And uh, just how that sort of works. And even if Chris, Chris Kolarovic is mixed in a little bit more, you know, at his old position, I don't know. So that's something I, I'd watch for. Um, and also, you know, it'd be nice. I'm, I don't know if they can do it or not, but they need, if they could grab a lead and actually rotate some of these guys that are sort of second team guys into the game like this. I think that's good for morale too, you know, where you get guys are working all off season and you've got some of these players like Omar Brown and stuff where you get them some reps. So that's a key part of this game. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I mean, Nebraska would love to build a, a big enough lead that you can kind of flood the bench. Um, they did it against Fordham. Uh, I would, I would think that that's the, the hope for them if they can manage here against North Dakota. All right. Oddly specific predictions time. Uh, to recap last week, Michael Brunts feels like he was close. He had Anthony Grant with like 111 yards or something. I said 112, I think. Um, yeah. and, but I, I nailed the boom, boom, uh, four inside the 20 prediction. So the season's off to a good start. Yeah. You can take yeah. those to the bank every week. Don't forget that. Just just incredible. If there was only a place where you could have weird prop bets <laughs> that people could, could bet off of that you create every week. We'll have to look into that. Uh, Connor Happer, I think, had one of his predictions was that there would be a lot of Irish phrases used throughout the game. They definitely use luck of the Irish. I think there was another one uh, in there as well. So that hit. I had Jockey Ant with two touchdowns and less than 30 yards. He nailed the less than 30 yards, never really got close. And he never really got that close to the end zone either on his red zone carries. So uh, missed there for me. BC, I don't remember yours. It was that the ball is going to uh, – Malga Clements was going to have a sack, no. And also, um, the ball was going to get tipped at the line of scrimmage, and it was going to be one of those where everybody's kind of fighting for it, and a middle linebacker picks it off, I believe, Nick Henrich, and that didn't happen. So, All right. Yeah. So, Grace, that's kind of what you're looking at here. <laughs> we'll, we'll, give you, uh, we'll give you a little bit of time. I'll start with mine right off the bat. Casey Thompson, who threw a touchdown pass to Isaiah Garcia-Castaneda last week, ran in a touchdown as well. Uh, he is going to catch a touchdown against North Dakota. It will be thrown by Trey Palmer. Trey Palmer will throw the pass from like the 33 yard line, but it'll go as a 27 yard touchdown reception to Casey Thompson 
as Nebraska breaks out a little razzle-dazzle against North Dakota in the second quarter. That is, uh, that is where I'm going this week. Hmm. It seems like a very long shot, but I will celebrate it greatly if it comes through. Uh, BC. Okay, uh, they're going to have a package where Logan comes in again and runs a little option, but it's going to be more than one play this time. He's going to have success running it once or twice, and then they're going to – it's going to appear to be an option run again, but he's going to pull back old school like the Osborne era. He's going to find Matt Harrigan down the middle of the field. <laughs> it's going to be – it's going to be Isaiah Garcia Castaneda, and it's going to be a 43-yard touchdown. He'll be, like, wide open and, like, waiting on the ball. You know, it's going to be, like, one of those from, like, a PG-13 movie where the ball's way underthrown and the guy has to wait like this for it, and he'll back into the end zone. So that's what's going to happen. Why, why, is, it, <laughs> why is it a PG-13 movie? I think uh, I, th- I think <laughs> yeah. is there a I drug think, paraphernalia and language? I think I'm thinking of another teen movie. There's a stupid which is not. Oh, the guy gets ripped in half. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like waiting like that. Yeah, that, that would that, that movie was, was art. <laughs> that was a very specific be... thought that was in my brain. Or something. <laughs> Oddly specific. <laughs> yeah. This segment anyway. delivers every week. Grace, are you ready? Yeah, I mean, I don't think mine would be so specific like y'all. <laughs> Did you really had some time to think about this? Uh, mine is going to be Osha Mathis gets uh, a sack in the first five minutes of the game, oh, and right. Memorial yeah. Stadium just erupts. All right, see that that was oddly specific. First five yeah. minutes of a okay. game, a, a Nebraska player getting a sack. That works. That's very and good. Possibly right. realistic too. Actually, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brunts, you uh, you wear the crown. What are you bringing for your your repeat? I'll give you two. I, I think Nebraska has two 100-yard rushers on Saturday. I think one is going to be Anthony Grant. I think the other one is going to be Gabe Irvin. And we get a week of questions of where was Gabe Irvin in the opener? Wouldn't he have helped in the opener? So that's one. Um, again, going special teams, I'm going to continue riding the uh, the Brian Buschini train. I think he has a long punt of 67 yards on uh, Saturday, I don't think he's going to punt much, but when he does punt, he's going to bring uh, Memorial Stadium to its feet. So 67-yard punt, two 100-yard rushers. Do you think there's going to be a lot of hat tips from the fans in the stadium, just like, you know, taking their hat off and really letting Brian Bruschini know that they're impressed by that punt? Yeah, they do like the old school, like, wave it like this kind of a thing. Yeah. You knew exactly where I was going with that. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, uh, pick to click. We will pick one player that we think will have a, a good game here on Saturday. I'm going to go with Trey Palmer, uh, who I think led Nebraska in receptions over in Ireland. Uh, I think he will do that again this week against North Dakota, but he will add in a uh, touchdown passing, as I mentioned earlier, as well as his first receiving touchdown with Nebraska, and he'll go over 100 yards. Brian? Uh, I'll go Devin Drew. You know, he played 24 snaps uh, in the first game, which was maybe more than some thought. And I just think his role is going to keep expanding to where maybe he becomes, you know, one of those main pieces next to Ty Robinson. And I think that happens over the next couple of weeks and maybe makes a play or two that that helps cement that status for him. Grace? I'm going to go with Ramir Johnson, hoping that he gets in the game this time. But I think this would be the great kind of like homecoming, kind of, you know, showcasing him for the first time this season in this kind of new 
position. So I'm going to go with Ramir Johnson. All right. Brunts? Uh, I'm going to go with Tommy Hill. Uh, I think we get a signature Tommy player too, maybe a pick. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's I, – I liked what I saw. He was one of the few guys on defense last week. I liked how that looked. So I think he's going to have a good game uh, in his Memorial Stadium debut. Look at and, you sneaking and, in a, a 27 – no, 2016 Danny Langstorff yeah. reference there. Yeah, and I, I would ride with Travis Vokalek, which I was correct on last week as well, but um, he's – questionable he's day-to-day so i can't can't ride the tight ends anymore all right it's that time we're gonna give score predictions uh i'm assuming everyone's picking nebraska but who knows maybe maybe we're gonna get weird brian what do you got uh i'll just say nebraska 38 north dakota 17 and uh that's sort of the fall between it'll probably be either nebraska really scuffles and this is even tighter than that or they blow them out by more but i kind of met in the middle so 38-17. Okay. Grace? I'm going to go 35-10 Nebraska. So kind of the same vibes as Brian. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think they're just going to try to get in the end zone as much as possible. Obviously, hit a field goal if they can. But, you know, they need to see the end zone. Brunch, are you staying in the 30s? No, I'll go in the 40s. I think it's Nebraska 43, North Dakota 16. Um, I think Nebraska has a pretty comfortable day. They're able to get some things done on offense. So uh, I think it'll be a happy day at Memorial Stadium. All right. I have Nebraska 38-13 over North Dakota. Uh, comfortable, but, you know, there's there's enough of a game where you get to see the starters for a while before the bench comes in and gets their first opportunity. Grace, we appreciate you joining us here for this your debut podcast and uh, look forward to hearing about your experience in Memorial Stadium for an actual home game. I'm looking forward to it. Should be should be a good time. All right, everybody be sure to check out everything we got going on at Husker 24-7. Uh, we will have plenty of coverage of the game coming up. We'll have plenty of high school coverage as well with recruits and commits playing on Thursday and Friday night. Uh, so be sure to check out Husker 24-7. And we'll have more podcasts coming up after the game as well. We will catch you next week. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.